0: What is up light leader and welcome to the Spiritual CEO podcast. I'm your host Jackie. Hi. What's up? And I'm a spiritual business mentor and multiple six-figure coaching business owner. I help burnt out light workers become six-figure spiritual CEOs. Here, we'll be sharing all of the mindset and strategy, hacks, tools, tips, insights, techniques, and know-how to help you build and scale a six-figure business that you love so you can truly start experiencing the freedom and fulfillment that you've been looking for. Let's go. Hey guys, what is up and welcome to another podcast episode. I'm super excited for a couple of reasons today. Number one, I have my first guest of 2021 slash ever, which I'm so amped about. It's someone super special that I'm going to introduce you guys all to in a little bit slash most of you probably already know who he is for various reasons. You've seen him on my Instagram or you've eaten his balls before. Now, the coolest thing about this you guys is I'm also recording on a brand new setup. So bear with me if there's like weird background noises that I haven't figured out what to do with yet. We will just You know, roll through this together because as I grow in my journey and I get to upgrade all the different things that are going on here, I want to share that with all of you guys as well so that we can follow this step-by-step process. Now, today's podcast interview is one that was really inspired by a quote that I read out of a brand new book that I'm reading slash bought for Tom and then totally sold myself. It's called Limitless by Jim Quick and it is incredible. It's just about the limitless potential of the human brain. But one of these quotes that he spoke about in this book really hit home for me and I'll explain that to you guys in a moment and, and I'll kind of link in why I've brought on this amazing human being today to kind of give us a little bit more reference for that as well. So without further ado fam, I would like to officially introduce you to Mr. Tom Dorman who of course is my incredible, supportive, kind, loving, funny as fuck, multi-talented, multifaceted human being of a partner that I get to share this life journey with and I'm so excited for him to be here today because... One of the biggest things that he always gives me shit about is like my epic insistence on asking a million questions all the time at the most inappropriate times, right? And like I feel really grateful because today I get to do that and like not get in trouble. So (laughs) before we get started on this, what I'd really love is if you, Mr. Tom, can tell us how you define yourself as a human being. And then we'll go from there. I don't want to know anything about your work. I don't want to know anything about what you do. I want to know, in a statement, how you define yourself as a human being in this journey today.
1: Oh well, hi. Good to be here. Thanks, babe. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, Jackie, uh, for having <laughs> me on board of your. You
0: can call me baby.
1: <laughs> your your podcast today. How do I describe myself as a human being? You know, it's actually funny you asked that. I had a, a message from a friend the other day. Because we are you know we're sort of moving away from, from messaging on social media apps and kind of moving towards something else, and I was like, and it turns out I had a number on my phone anyway, and I was like, "Oh my God, is this person X?" And then she was like, "Oh my God, is this Tom?" And then I was like, blah 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 and then I said nah I 'm I'm really just a high concentration of energy perpetuating and just forming a physical being in this space and time. I think that's probably how i describe myself.
0: That is a beautiful way to describe <laughs> yourself. I like it. I just had to sit with that for a minute. I was like, wow, yeah. Because it is, you are such of mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. a whirlwind. Concentration
1: of energy. concentration of energy forming itself mm-hmm. into a physical being in this space and time.
0: Ugh, can we get that tattooed on our foreheads? I love that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And what I wanna know from you on like the human side now is how would your parents describe what you do?
1: I think my mum would, I don't know, fuck, I don't know. Mum, a little, little help, no. <laughs> I, think, I think my mum would describe me as uh, potentially being an entrepreneur. I think my dad, It's a tricky one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know, he doesn't even really know uh, what I do. But I think he would just, yeah, pro- he would probably describe me as a business owner.
0: hmm hmm cool. And if I Googled your name, what would I find?
1: uh, don't ever do that. <laughs> I can literally <laughs>
0: see everybody pausing this podcast right now and like rewinding to the part where I said your full name and then Googling it. I hope you've oh, those naked pictures.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, well, that's just the thing, right? Like Google, what, if you Google my name, you're going to see some stuff. And then if somebody else Googles my name, the algorithm's going to spout out some different things of what they think is fitting into the person. So yeah, look, I don't know. Uh, if you Google my name, probably, probably a lot of stuff about Tom and Luke you might, I've definitely seen some people that have found some stuff from our old covers band that do which was yeah, an old, old one sort of 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know going
0: mm, interesting and lastly then how do you describe what you do and i know that this is an awesome question for you because it's something that you're continuously kind of evolving and like how do i explain this because you are such a mm. multifaceted human being with so many different interests across the board so i'd love to hear your answer how do you describe what you do
1: yeah i mean it just it, it depends on who i'm talking to for the most part because uh, you know obviously sort of when you when you on the one hand i mean i've kind of got is the three hats so obviously most most of your audience are going to know me as Tom from Tom and Luke so you know when you've got that hat on you're kind of you're I don't know I guess we've, we've kind of since we've had some investment come on board in the last couple of years you know it's been it's been a difficult thing for Luke and I to kind of I guess sort of find where we fit within the business. Maybe, maybe not so much fits. The, that might not be the right word. But you know, a lot of the things when you're starting out as a business, you do everything, everything yourself. And then, as you get other people coming on, then you know you, you're outsourcing, effectively outsourcing or handing those those roles and those tasks on to people that are better than you, and you know more specialized within those areas. So where I used to be sort of a jack of all trades, it's now more just sort of focusing on the branding and the content. So, and Luke, and Luke and I are both sort of, we're here in Papamoa now, or I, you and I obviously have moved <laughs> up to, to Luke's kind of been here for a little bit Papamoa.
0: longer.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, so Luke, and the reason for that was because Luke's been Luke's here with his family, you know, so he and I can be a lot closer and a lot more on the board, I oh, sorry, on the ball with, you know, new product development, you know, sort of more with the, I guess, sort of how we define our, our space in the community, so it's probably, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still trying to find a, a definitive role. On our business cards, Luke and I just landed that we're co-founders. So if, mm-hmm. you, if you get one mm-hmm. of my business cards, which is pretty hard to find, it'll just say co-founder.
0: And it yeah, just, it, just really quickly, like for all of the listeners overseas, because I know I've got a ton of people in the States and a ton of people in the UK and kind of all around the world that tune into this. What is Tom and Luke?
1: Uh, yes, yeah, so it's, a, it's a, a healthy snack food company in, in its current form. You know, been around for about seven or eight years. We started out from a cafe in Lower Hutt in Wellington, just making some organic protein bars for me and my clients and my colleagues at Liz Mills. You know, we've just kind of grown the business with with the help of many other people. An old client of mine, been in the food service industry for about 30 years. And so when I introduced the product to him, he sort of thought, well, look, this is unique and it's a bit of a goer. So he jumped on board, really kind of helped grow the business drive the business to where it was, I guess, sort of two years ago. And then we've had investors come on board and then sort of that's helped us take take that again to another level, you know, which mm-hmm. has been sort of really cool. So now we are, yeah, we are available in the US on Amazon at the moment, as much of a pain in the ass as that's been over the last 12 months. But the UK, not, not quite yet. But yeah, and then, and then, yeah, part of, again, with what, what Luke and I are doing, it's more sort of developing, yeah, what, what the business could be with the guidance of our CEO and Right. sales team and board of directors and stuff and then yeah, the so other you, you,
0: you've got like a real business right like I, I often look at Tom and I'm like holy shit he has like you know like a massive team and he's like always oh, on the phone with people and all these different things and I'm like in my office with like my customer relations manager who's this and then my marketing manager who's also me and then you know my freaking whatever like all of these different hats and I always admire you and I'm like wow this that's like a real a real business you know and I'd love to maybe on another podcast episode go a bit deeper into anybody who you know has questions around more product-based businesses that you guys could maybe give a lot of insight to as well but kind of on the back of that with you now having doing this for a while it's really given you time to kind of reassess or look at where more of your passions lie in different areas too right and and that's kind of why i'm bringing you on today because i really want to talk about where I think you just have so much genius and magic and knowledge and and know-how and insights and that is into our holistic health, right? And so I'd love mm. for you to just give everybody a bit of a, a quick brief rundown on what your other hat is that is equally as important to you.
1: Yeah, so, well, there's, there's the other two hats. Mm. So obviously, like, so music's a big one for me. Mm. I think sort of is where the journey really started. You know, being a musician and, and kind of thinking, oh, you want to, you know, that's all you really wanna do. When I Back in the day, I was working in hospitality, so working nights, and, and it, it just kind of got to a point where it was like, if, if I was, wasn't working at the bar and I wasn't, weren't playing at gigs, you know, I'd be at the gym. And I kind of realized that the bar lifestyle was actually, like at a young age, the bar lifestyle and the hospitality lifestyle is, is sort of glamorous as it can feel at the time. It's actually not that great, and it's quite detrimental to the body, and I didn't wanna kind of wake up one day you know, sort of doing the same thing. Feeling like I hadn't moved anywhere. And you know, so I sort of take took a step back and I went, right, well if I'm not at the not in the not in the bar, I'm at the gym. So and I'm on a day job, so I'll go and become a personal trainer. So that got me out of night work and, and yeah, started that journey a while ago. And then along the way, again, probably just sort of the way that I view things, I kind of started noticing that a lot of my clients are and Not just my clients, but but clients that you know other other trainers have we 're getting referrals over to the to physiotherapists and that sort of thing, and kind of going, well, why is this like we 're doing these things that we 've been taught, and yet all of these people are just we 're pushing them to the people that are there to then fix them to then send them back to us, but then we 're sending them back to them, and then there 's kind of this whole cycle that goes on between pts and physios or any kind of exercise regime whether it be group exercise or, or or whatever and and physiotherapists and kind of wanted to sort of see if we could what I could do to stop that and and it was one of the physical uh, the physical therapists that worked out of that organization that actually introduced me to Paul Check. and then so I, I've ordered Paul Check's book how to eat move and be healthy which is still his his kind of major major book that even I think sort of 20 20 odd years down the track from its first publishing he you know is still kind of the, the foundational book for anybody wanting to get into holistic health um, and that really sort of opened up my eyes to what you know personal training is you know you sort of said that at the start of this about how you know the mindset stuff is sort of one sixth of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Paul check 's book really talked about how exercise is really only one-sixth of the whole thing, mm. you know, and as a PT, as a, as a physical, you know, a personal trainee, you're sort of, you're, you know, you're, you're there to, to get people moving, and there's the, it's the mentality of, like, let's do exercise, because you're overweight, let's do exercise, if you're depressed, let's do exercise, but actually, as you said, like, there's a whole bunch of other things, sort of, that come within it, and sort of the Czech Institute and training through that really opened my eyes to the whole beauty and wonder and amazement of the human body which is part of the reason of what led to the development of Tom and Luke anyway because sort of the nutrition piece is a big one. So that's sort of where Luke and I sort of started developing that first product and and that was really important to my client as well which I think is part of the reason why he was he was really keen to to sort of to jump on board with the vision and see it, see it through. Mm-hmm. So yeah and as you said like with other people coming on board and now us being able to not be so involved necessarily in the business it's sort of freed up time to actually get back into into that coaching side of it so i don't i don't refer to myself as a personal trainer anymore I'm, i'm it still says it on our Tom and Luke logo,
0: because
1: uh, that's probably the easiest way to do it. But in all in all in all, through my training, I'm a corrective exercise coach and I'm also a holistic health coach. So mm, which uh, is
0: exactly why I want to talk to you today and give this magic yes. to all of these people's ears. Because I think as spiritual CEOs, and you know, you know my, my audience and my community quite well. Like we are people who are very driven, as are you, very ambitious, like have our sights set very fucking high. And I think, and and guys, look, like this might trigger a couple of you, in which case, you know, I do it with all the love in my heart, but sometimes we need triggers to kind of disrupt our reality a little bit. But I think so many people, when it comes to reaching goals and achieving their dreams and doing all the things, they're real quick to hit the books. They're real quick to... Journal. They're real quick to go in inside and do the mindset work, right? But but so many people, myself included, like I, I am still sometimes one hundred percent guilty of this. We skip everything else, and we're very we're very quick to invest thousands or hundreds of thousands into personal development. But we somehow over the years have kind of amassed personal development to meaning mindset work, rather than you know everything else that comes within that, which I'm gonna let you kind of speak on in a little bit, but but with that, it's it's really this understanding of like shit, we so easily invest so much time, energy, money into fixing our belief system, you know, undoing limiting behaviors within our mindset, seeing ourselves differently, self-love, blah, 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 bullshit. But how many people straight up can say that they spend as much time, energy, effort, everything on their physical health? And, and when I say physical health, I don't just mean how great you look in a bikini. I'm talking about your vitality, your radiance, your energy levels, your stress levels, you know? So that's why I really wanted to get you on because today really is talking about holistic health and its importance when it comes to setting, reaching, and achieving these big goals, right? So one of the things you've really taught me in our time together, our 16 months as we realized today, which is also fuck all compared to like the rest of our lives, but it is really just this understanding of, of what you call the six foundation principles of health. And I know that this is something we could probably spend six hours talking about, even like six weeks. Six weeks weeks. (laughs) talking about, right? Hashtag keeping out for his calls coming out. But what I'd really love is just for everybody who's listening, right? If you know that you are somebody who gives you all to your business. And and as Tom is like such a freaking epic example of, he is part of this massive international business. Plus he's a musician, plus he's a human being. He's a great partner. He's he's he really takes his life seriously most times 97% both <laughs> you know and 8020 rule 8020 right 80/20. and, and <laughs> you just happen to to kind of always give me the impression of just really starting from the basics and and that kind of really being a huge reason why you're able to achieve these really big things and i would love for you to to kind of just briefly, give a bit of an understanding to everybody who's listening as to what these six foundation principles are and how they can relate back to setting those goals and achieving those goals.
1: Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, babe, look, thanks for for all the positive positive words that you're talking about (laughs) me. Um, (laughs) It's true, baby. Definitely unbiased, right? Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, six, six foundation principles is pretty simple. So mindset is obviously one, and depending on, I guess, sort of where you're coming at it, it's either the first, most important thing, or it's the, in my opinion, where I place it is actually sort of towards the end, but that's more because of the journey that I've gone on to. So it can sort of move. But. I think, kind of fundamentally, it is the first thing, and the reason why is because if you are wanting to, visit that recording? I'm
0: just putting him off because I'm like literally recording a story on Instagram <laughs> at the same time, and he's like, oh, two two cameras in my face!"
1: <laughs> Recorded the recording, but yeah. So, so the 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 mindset is an important thing because in order for obviously for you to achieve anything, for you to get out of bed in the morning, you've got to have your head space there. There's got to be a, you know, an, imp- an impulse from the brain that sort of, that goes through the whole body to, to, to get you up and to get you moving. And so if you are wanting change, that mindset is definitely the the, 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 the fundamental place to be. But I kind of think that a lot of people have the mindset that, as I was saying before, you know, I'm overweight or I'm unhealthy, therefore I need to go and exercise. So they go from mindset of, I need to do this. I'm feeling challenging or I'm feeling unfit. I need to go exercise. And then, so now they're doing those two things. So maybe as you said before, they're investing a lot of money in books and reading, and then they're investing a lot of money in at the gym. But then what happens when they're doing those two things, it's still out of balance because it's not necessarily working on mind, body, spirit. It's actually working on mind and body. And you're kind of, you're missing out on this whole third piece of sort of the, 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 trifecta here but then you know you're doing too much exercise and then you go into a physio so you're getting injured and then you can't exercise and you're out except um, unless of course you're a male in which case if you're injured you push through and you get more injured and suffer a whole bunch of injuries (laughs) further along down the line but still kind of working within those two spaces but the other ones of course kind of i mean the next one around sort of the diet is obviously nutrition
0: what was the first one like what are the six in order because I know that you say mindset is like your sixth one right so yeah so, what, yeah, we so um, with the this bottom. with this
1: I'm kind of just I, I thought I might just kind of split them all out and then I'll ah. put them in an order of importance afterwards so I like it <laughs> two things about the really so
0: I've totally you, never heard him talk about this ever, ever. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, so you so you've got your mindset and you've got exercise and those two kind of are easy ones for people to comprehend nutrition's a big one that people kind of easily get because they go, okay well actually i obviously I need fuel. you get to the end of the day, blood sugar levels are crashing or whatever, and you need you need fuel to kind of keep going same thing with nutrition, but it 's not necessarily balanced, so you kind of maybe you 're going out and you're just doing the latest diet, so you're keeping up and probably a person of you know your mentality that that's sort of that type a personality type might just be like yep we're jumping on this thing right now and i'm sure there's a lot of people in the community that are i have
0: as no well. idea what you're talking
1: about what do you mean <laughs> jump <laughs> jumping on the new thing and that can work but it's it's not individualized so just in the same way that exercise isn't necessarily individualized and that's part of the reason why people get injuries Nutrition programs a lot of the time are also not individualized to most people and it's just sort of a general thing. And then probably sort of the next big one that I would say people get from nutrition is sort of hydration. is probably an important one that people look at. So you kind of go, all right, well, I need to be drinking things. Most people in in your community, and I don't mean to judge, but just most people in in an entrepreneurial mindset, go, go, go type people. He's an entrepreneur himself,
0: yeah.
1: (laughs) Will probably be reaching for stimulants. So things like caffeine, you know, not like coffee, you know, and teas and things to kind of keep them perky, keep them awake, because you've got to keep learning this next thing to keep on to the next thing so that you can go to the gym, so you can eat your food, so you can do your thing and go, 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 go. So we've sort of had four of them already. So like, again, we have got your mindset, you've got movement, you've got nutrition, you've got hydration. And then probably the next one that kind of comes up for people will be sleep, because at the end of the day, What's probably happening is they're working so hard during the day that eventually they'll, they might even work right to the end and just get to a point where it's just, they're not sleeping. It's just burning out and collapsing, which is a point where I was probably about five years ago. So speaking from experience, it's kind of like the sleep is the thing that you can kind of, you can put off because you're so at the start of growing this thing that you're trying to do that 's taking all of the energy and sort of the idea or, or the the mindset and the thinking can be well, if I sleep then that 's taking time away from not all of these foundation things that i 'm doing per se, but actually laying the foundations of the business so as an entrepreneur, it can be quite a hard thing to do, and especially if you know the mindset that you have or the uh, the lessons that you have from other people is that you know you 've got to work hard or you know if if you're not if you're not working your you know your business is going to fail right um, so it's
0: limiting beliefs isn't it again limiting comes,
1: beliefs comes down yeah.
0: then and i find as well like a lot of people kind of wear Like And again, when I say a lot of people, I'm talking about the past me, kind of this (laughs) this badge of honor, right? Of like, oh, I'm so busy, but yeah, I'm like building my empire, I'm growing, like, yeah, fuck yeah, who needs sleep? Like YOLO, I'll just survive on Red Bull and V and all of these caffeine things and blah, 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 because like, hey, this is just what you got to do when you're starting out, right? But we kind Mm. of actually do ourselves such a disservice in the long run, Mm. right?
1: Yeah, so you can sort of see with that picture that you're painting there. And then sort of to use you as that example, you've you've got the mindset training that you're doing. I know you you come from a background of, you know, yoga and, and exercise, you've always been, you've always had sort of a foundation of physical activity. Diet, you're probably doing all the good things and, you know, doing the things that are the healthy things as per recommendations of, you know, whatever magazine is, is on the cover of whatever, as most people do. You're probably when you drinking. say
0: you, are you talking about the person who's listening or me? Because I take my health advice from Dr. Tom. Uh, I'm,
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the uh, this, the archetypal or the stereotypical you that you mm. just described there or the mm-hmm. old you that you were talking
0: mm-hmm. about.
1: So, I'm, I'm not triggered at all. A lot of people are going to be probably I I guess sort of relating to as well because I'm sure a lot of people like most people are in this position you know and so you you're 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 working hard because you're trying to build your own business you're trying to learn a lot so that you can stay ahead of the game you're trying to you know get that mindset in and and keep yourself positive you're exercising and moving because you know that that's just healthy and if you want to do things you can you can't exercise and move and learn with unless you're eating you can't digest your food unless you're drinking and you know, Hey, look, sleep's probably the thing that, that people kind of go, Oh sweet. I'll, I'll do it because I have to, because my body's sort of forcing me to, but if you kind of, you carry on in that way, you're, you're going to get burned out. And you know, there's, there's the old quote, the old adage around success leaves clues, but then so does failure. So yes, there mm. might be people that are successful in one bit, like maybe they had all the financial gains because they lived their life this way. But that's the financial success, sure. But what about their physical, mental, and emotional success? How, how fulfilled are they sitting in those areas as well? And then, you know, then people kind of have, for those that have had burnout and, you know, everything's kind of maybe fucked and like their body's fucked or they've lost their business and everything's kind of just shut down, then that's when anxiety and stress start to hit. And then that kind of brings you back to the first foundation principle, in my opinion, which is when you start getting into meditation and mindfulness around breathing. Mm-hmm. And actually utilizing breath to sort of calm your body down, get your set your rhythms, help to set the intention. You know, breath is sort of breath is the I guess sort of the 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 medium between our autonomic nervous system and you know, what we, what we can control, you know, we can control our breath, you know, with our autonomic nervous system, we've got, you know, things that kind of go on and our brains sort of react into the signals in the world around us. And then that can affect how we breathe. So if we start getting stressed or perceived panic, we start breathing fast or breathing differently. But then the and, and signal quite, goes...
0: Quite to- like a, long, a lot of us do kind of survive on that, right? Like, especially entrepreneurs, we very much get into this, like, constant state of stress without even really knowing it, would you say? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and people kind of just live there because they feel like it's normal. Yeah. But then you get a lot of uh, inverted breathing patterns, and these kind of things become the norm. And then so your body, because of that breathing pattern, just is living automatically living in a heightened state of you know sort of cortisol levels high, living off adrenaline, and that's kind of fueling everything. But when I sort of say with breathing being the medium or the, the between, like once we learn to control the breath. We then learn to control back and we can effectively use our conscious brain to sort of tell our body, actually, no, we are calm. Everything is fine by breathing deep into the diaphragm, you know, slowing down a little bit, giving us some time to, to chill out. And I'm sure everybody, you know, everybody knows what we've, we've all all been through that, right? Like every every human being feels that with this sort of the swell of like tension and then the release that comes when we learn to breathe and control it. So, for me, breathing's the number one thing, and that should always be the foundation. Because for most of the people that I would be seeing, you know, most people aren't breathing properly, and so, and breathing has so many other flow-on effects that I don't really have time to go into today. But it's just it's such a powerful thing.
0: Yeah, so, like even even this morning, right? Tom and I went to go see a new chiropractor in Mount Munganui called Nat- Natural Chiropractic. I think it was his name's Gabriel, and he's amazing in anyway, We're like in the room and you know, we're getting dressed, or I'm getting dressed, whatever, and like, like Tom's just sitting there super calm, and he notices like my legs jiggling, and I, well, I don't know, I just assume that's what you saw, and he turns to me, and he was like, are you okay babe, and I was like, yeah, I don't know, I'm just feeling, I'm feeling nervous, I don't know why, and then he was just like, just take a breathe deep, you know, and like kind of walk me through the breathing exercises that he does, and like straight away, yeah, it's just that instant shift of like, oh, hang mm. on, I'm, I'm, I'm calm, I'm safe, I'm mm. grounded
1: yeah so and then yeah utilizing those things so yeah obviously breathing the diaphragmatic breath is always sort of the number one foundation for the body and a lot of people doing exercise they're not breathing right but i would put exercise so you asked before about putting it in order so for me the six foundation principles are breathing then hydration because they're sort of the two things that do the massive amounts of detoxing from the body as well so relieving you know, when we when we drink enough fluids, we can actually flush out a lot of the toxins through our body. When we're breathing deep, sort of seventy eighty percent of our uh, toxins in our body are released through our breathing and through our lungs. I mean, if you think about it, it, it makes sense. You know, so kind of those two things to focus on when you're wanting to get healthier are the places to start. Because, like I said before, most people go for exercise because that's the thing to do. But learn to breathe deeper. That will and and drink more water, and that will. Balance out and do wonders for your body. And then for me, the third thing that I teach people is around sleep and prioritizing mm. sleep. Because sleep is the thing. In, in Matt Walker's book, "Why We Sleep," there's a good quote he's gotten there from another researcher whose name's gone from me from the top of off the top of my head, but it's in that book, and that's where I'm getting the reference from. But he, and I'm, I'm, I'll well <laughs> paraphrase, but he's basically saying if sleep was not an important part of human physiology or life life physiology evolution wouldn't it wouldn't have evolved you know so a lot of for those entrepreneurs and for the people that like yeah i can live a four four hours sleep six hours sleep i'll sleep when i'm dead that old mentality if we're the only animals that fight sleep for the sake of something that's we perceive to be greater when actually it's not because what's the point in all that money and all of that whatever you want if you're physically unable to enjoy it you know so i
0: think that's a trap a lot of people get into right
1: yeah and it's a vicious downward cycle because once you stop sleeping you all of your repair systems shut down so when we go into a deep sleep place so studies show that you know there's no there's no organ and there's no system within the body that doesn't benefit from sleep we we need sleep to function better and anybody that believe otherwise is like, I'm sorry, but you, you are fooling yourself.
0: Mm. I know you might
1: feel good because, or this is your normal, but let's try another normal. Imagine what would happen if you actually were rested and your body was able to process all of the stuff. And, you know, when it comes to mindset as well, like the nervous system relaxes, we retain a lot more knowledge after a good night's sleep. So sleep sleep's hugely important. And, you know, again, Rather than just going for a run to lose weight, when you start going, getting better sleep, your body relaxes. You can actually learn to balance, it, it starts to balance its insulin release and blood sugars. Blood sugar maintenance is a lot better. So you actually start burning fat better if you do sleep more. So uh, not more, but you know, if you're getting an average of eight hours sleep or seven to nine hours sleep per night. And, but it's regular sleep right so it's mm. getting to bed at the same time waking up at the same time that's the most important thing that you can do for your
0: sleep. that's kind of the way that i think about it whenever you talk to me about it it's like we if we didn't have things like screens and tvs and i'm actually going to ask you towards the end of this just like everyone just remind me if i don't but i'd love for you to give us like maybe a bit of a rundown of, of really easy ways that people can incorporate a wind down or an evening ritual just as much as we all incorporate these morning rituals us freaking you know spiritual ceos we're all About the morning ritual vibe, but equally important is ensuring this quality sleep, right? Because Mm. without this quality sleep, you're not functioning at your best. It's just the truth. Like, I know Mm. people wear badges of honor of, like, oh my God, I, you know, I only slept for four hours last night. I've got so much work to do, like, blah, blah, blah. I'm pushing it, I'm hustling. And again, like, that's all good if that's the lifestyle you want to lead. But the way I look at it, I go, success will feel so much better if I feel physically at my prime or at my peak, right? Rather than looking around me and being like, oh yeah, okay, I've achieved the things I want to achieve but I feel like shit I look mm. like shit and I don't mean look as in like the societal norm of what needs to look good I mean I mean I I'm not I'm not I'm not reflecting on the outside what I'm what I want to be feeling on the inside you know mm. what I mean so anyway I just wanted to tap in there about sleep so remind me about the, the wind down routine after that so what's oh, after okay,
1: sleep we can, we can jump into that really quickly now I mean just just to your point there like part of the you know when you sort of when you do have a short night's sleep and you wake up in the morning and, and you don't feel bad, a lot of that is because your adrenaline's going. So you are running on that. You're effectively, it's a credit system. You're running on borrowed energy from, from your internal organs. And from, if you think about, you know, what it takes for these hormones to be in your system, and, and, and they're drugs. I mean, you know, adrenalines, they, these are effectively drugs that are, that are moving things and making you feel good. But if you think about if if, if you're not getting the nutrients in for your body to create these nutrients, you will burn out. And then if you're boosting it up with coffee, you will burn out because you're just you're constantly tapping at it. And, and that We'll just cool.
0: really say real quick though for everyone who's listening guys like Tom and I are not at all sitting here Like saying that we follow this shit all the time 24-7. We have a coffee every morning In fact, it is a very special like bone broth coffee though, which mm-hmm. is a bit weird But um, it's so amazing <laughs> So I but I just want to always openly say that because I think a lot of people assume and you know I talk about this all the time with my peeps is that you know in order to be a coach or a teacher or a trainer or any of these You know, whatever label you want to give it like you have to consistently constantly have your shit together all the time and i just think that's such a fallacy because perfection doesn't exist right but the the journey towards embodying your ultimate life and your ultimate outcome that's that's a step by step thing right and and it is about about balance in some sort of sense it's just when the balance starts tipping like you and I've kind of experienced over the last couple of weeks with just the intense craziness of our move up to Papamoa. you know a lot of stuff happening with your band just you know no rules December which I spoke about in one of my um Instagram posts lately just how we you know December just we sleep till whenever we want to sleep we kind of go to bed whenever we want to go to bed we don't really have rules around screen time you know and a whole bunch of other things so Anyway, what was I tangenting with that? Oh yeah, just like around it's just yeah, it's just like that. It, you know, and maybe actually yeah, I'm going to ask you that when we finish this. I'm going to make a note to ask you that then. So, please continue, dear sir.
1: Okay. Yeah, so so the I guess sort of just, just when it, yeah, when it comes to sleep and, and you're talking about sort of that evening routine. I mean, research shows that the, the 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 best sort of sleeps occur if you're having your meal, your last meal of the day 3 hours, at least 3 hours between sort of finishing your last mouthful and going to bed. Um, I would suggest four hours, but it depends on the person. And it also, I know a lot of it also depends on your, on people's daily scheduling, but you can put it in. You know, I think a lot of people find resistance because they sort of, they go, oh my work, my schedule doesn't allow me to do that. But you know. You, major
0: schedule, mate. <laughs> major
1: schedule, you're in control. Just, if this is the thing that's going to be the thing that's going to help give you a better night's sleep, because maybe you're getting home late, you know, you're know, you having a late dinner, you're eating at 8, 30, 9 o'clock by the time, and then you're going to bed at 10. Like, What's the point in all that food? It's just going to sit there, mm, spike your so blood sugar sure. levels before you're going into bed. Your body's not going to get an opportunity to digest it. And then what's going to happen as you drift off to sleep, as your blood sugar levels start to drop, your brain goes, oh shit, I'm running low on energy again. So it will wake you up to go and get more food, and maybe give you that feeling of feeling of hunger again. So that's when we wake up in the middle of the night, or maybe after a couple of hours of sleeping, because the, again, the blood sugar levels have, have dropped so low that we want to wake up. So part of that sleep regulation, as I mentioned before, when we get into the good patterns, we can actually start to regulate our blood sugars a lot better, and then the, we'll actually start sleeping throughout the night a lot better as well. But again, going back, so I, I would suggest for me, anyway, I notice that the best thing for me to do is is have four hours between my meals. If it's getting closer to three hours, I'll definitely have a smaller, smaller dinner to try to, you know, sort of counteract the effects of not digesting too much. But Jackie, as you say, like, we're not perfect. And you know me, there's heaps of times when I've kind of, I've been like, Fuck, I had one too many spoonfuls of peanut butter, or maybe 10 extra. Says so,
0: so the guy who's just bought a five kilogram freaking like tub of peanut butter. It is insane. And, you know, just on this as well, like guys, if you're sitting there going, holy shit, like I didn't realize what you just shared there, Tom, about, you know, how you're like that whole brain thing you just said. Hashtag sucks at paraphrasing, but you know what I'm talking about, about how like if you eat close to when you go to sleep, your brain starts waking up. Like you've experienced that. I mean, I remember like genuinely a couple of times, probably six times in the last year you've woken up and I've been like, oh my God, what a great sleep, like stretching. And you've been like, yeah, for you, you know, because you've said you've got like a bolus, right? And anyway, why I kind of tell that story is because I know i know for a lot of people out there right now maybe listening to this going shit that is something i could very easily implement it costs nothing i know that i have dinner quite late this could really help me get a better sleep which means i'm able to function better in my day and actually apply myself and focus and take the action i need to take in order to reach my goals you know our friends laugh at us all the time because whenever we organize dinners it's like cool five o'clock like see you guys like five five o'clock is cool Mm -hmm. with everyone you know and and people kind of were very lucky that people kind of just like give us a bit of shit, like in a joke way. But they they really do genuinely accept it mostly. Or we actually just pack mm. our own food and we'll we'll eat separately. Or we just we'll eat before we go out somewhere and mm. just chill with everybody while they eat. Right. So again, it's kind of coming back to that whole thing. And babe, we speak about this all the time. It's like who put that rule there? Who said you need to have dinner at seven p.m. Right? Like, and maybe it comes from the standard. The blue of the collar day. workers. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It's the totally blue col- it.
1: the, the the idea of a dinner you know having a big dinner didn't actually come in until after the industrial age you know but we can talk about that and the history of that in another another time um, <laughs> but yeah and then and then so so it's very sad evening routine and that evening ritual and early early dinner you know it's setting a time when you turn your phone off if you've got your phone as an alarm then you know I, I put my phone on airplane mode as so you know just just to not get distracted but just put your fucking phone down and just leave it like you never used to do it. Why are you doing it now? Because you've got it. And because there's the, you know, as you, I know you talk a lot about the societal pressures and the societal norms around like, well, this is just a thing to do. And if it's not my phone, it's my TV. Mm. Or if it, you, Where it used to be the TV, you know, maybe you'd come home, you'd watch an episode of Shorty Street and then whatever sort of reality TV show was on. But then now as time's progress, people don't want to watch that stuff now. They're on their phones. They've got access to their own entertainment. And and it's privatized as well. And a lot of people go into their bedrooms and and be watching these things. And your bedroom should be like your palace of sleep and restoration. So having a Do you just want to tell them
0: what you say the bedroom is for, babe? Your two things that the bedroom is for? Oh,
1: sex and fucking, that's it. (laughs) Oh,
0: sex and fucking. Sex and fucking. Sleep
1: and fucking. (laughs) Sorry. Sex and fucking and sex fucking and sleep uh, and sometimes reading <laughs> um, some, and sometimes reading yeah reading's a lot better but i mean anytime you've got you know electromagnetic frequencies in the in the i mean it's screens are blue light right so and i know i probably all your audience probably know this already but it's blue light coming at you and, and blue light signals to your brain it's time to wake up so you're not going to go have a good night's sleep if you're if just before you're sleeping you're your brain is effectively picking up signals to say that it needs to be awake. And this is not shit that you're consciously aware of. This is the thing that people, I think, fail to realize is they kind of go, oh, but I can sleep. Like I fall asleep fine mm-hmm. or that shit doesn't affect me. It might not affect you consciously, but there's, it, we're like a fucking iceberg, mate. Like what you see is this tiny little, or what you're experiencing is this tiny little bit where down below, there's this massive, fucking other shit going on that is so complex so complex and that's why you've got all of these arguments going on with people at the moment around you know what is health you know doctors disagreeing with certain things we've you've got allied uh, health care practitioners and holistic health care practitioners but everybody's trying to do the same thing it's just understanding that the human body is so complex that it's not one thing it's not you going for exercise that's going to make you mm. healthy. It's not you sleeping that's going to make you healthy. It's everything together. It's all of the all. Of, and I'm talking, you know, loosely in loose terms. These six foundation principles, when they all work together and they're in harmony, then you will be in a better position to be healthy. But there's also not to say you're unhealthy. And just and same goes the other way. It's not just it's not the beer that's making you unhealthy, or the coffee, or the lack of sleep. All the pies that you're eating or whatever food or whatever, you know, indulgent treat or too many Tom and Luke snackables, you know, it's, it's not ever one thing that's making you unhealthy. It's your entire lifestyle. So, you know, if you really want to take a scientific approach to it, change one thing in your lifestyle. And if, as you said before, if that one thing is maybe right now you eat too late and you want to start eating an hour earlier, change that. Do that for three weeks or, or a month and see what happens. You know, if maybe you're not drinking enough water. So you you maybe you just start having an extra liter a day or half a liter a day and try that for three weeks and see what happens. And then, you know, just do the small thing. When people rush to it and they have that burnout or they do whatever and they rush and they try to change everything at once, you know, they're 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 also set themselves up for failure. So, you know.
0: And I, so honestly, that's, that's why I really wanted to get you on because, I, you know, you can easily chat to like, you know, I don't know if you guys are listening to this, you can't see my bunny ears, but like a weight loss <laughs> expert or something like that, right? And they'll give you the traditional advice and there's, there's there's nothing wrong with the traditional advice, you know, I mean, there is, but it's, you know, whatever, it's, it's the traditional advice, but what you're speaking about here are six ways that people can really easily adjust their health so completely and and guys take it from someone who like as i say tom's only been in my life for 16 months like we've only known each other we met 16 months ago we've actually only really like kind of been together for 12 months and i can definitely say that that doing my best to apply these six foundations that he's speaking about has definitely transformed so much for me in the in in the general state that i feel when i wake up to the moment i go to sleep at night it's a it's it's much more of a sort of stable stable higher state that i can maintain without needing to maintain it it's something that just begins to happen naturally because you're breathing better you're mm-hmm. drinking more and better quality water right you're sleeping better you're eating better etc cetera, etc cetera. so it's it's really it's not about going out and doing these crazy things like okay shit all right I read in this one article that if I do CrossFit no hate to CrossFit because I know a shit ton of you guys do CrossFit I personally have never done it but Tom always speaks about it so whatever anyway you know YOLO I read this one thing on what even like Dolly magazine or whatever that said I didn't say women's health because obviously I love women's health so I'm not going to use them as an example but whatever like a CrossFit article blah, 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 that says I need to go and do this. And you, you know, you've only got 20 minutes out of your day. And this is another thing, right? This is the movement piece that I'm sure you'll get to in a second as well. <laughs> He's actually doing movement right now <laughs> around, okay, you've got 20 minutes out of your day. Sweet. You're going to go and like fuck your body up real hard with like high intensity training because you've only got 20 minutes and you're going to come back and you're going to hustle life because you've got these really big goals to reach and they need your time and your energy. When actually, again, you're doing yourself a disservice. So as someone who used to do all of those things, to now having really consciously applied these these foundation principles over the last twelve months, it's been a massive change for me. So I really do highly re- highly recommend you guys be taking notes, writing all of this down, and and really getting clear on on how you can maybe sh- make shifts in your life. And, and Tom can speak to that in a moment. I'll just let him finish <laughs> on the other principles here.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, I realise time's sort of running short as well, but I mean the, the the others are pretty simple too. And I mean, just speaking to the what you were were talking about there with you know sort of you've got a little bit of a break and so you're going to go fuck yourself up with some exercise because that's all the time you've got to do it like I want to say I'm really I'm really proud of you for yesterday and just want to sort of hold a a light to that where you sort of you know you came in I think at two minutes to 11 knocked on my door and said hey babe do you want to come out and do 10 breath squats before do your next next chunk of work and I had a meeting coming up at 11 so I couldn't but you know, but I think but, but but that's it. Like it's just it's just that getting up and out of your seat and going for a little bit of a walk and just doing some movement. You don't have to go to the extreme. Like even even the you know the programs that talk about how extreme and how high intensity they are, even they say do this one or two times a week. But people go to, people take it to the extreme just in the same way as you said before about wearing that badge of honor when it comes to sleep, like oh I only got six hours and I'm fine. Mm-hmm. People do the same thing here. They go, oh, their, their recommendation is one to two hit workouts a week, but I could do five. It's like, yeah, you can now. You can now, maybe. And I guarantee you that if you're doing them, if that's what you think, you ain't doing them right. Like, mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's it. You're not doing it properly because you're, you're not getting to the level that you need to be for your body to need a, a, a recovery. So either your forms shit, Or you're not actually pushing yourself to the level of where you need to be. And you can come at me with your heart rate monitors and whatever and say all of that stuff. I don't care. Well, let's talk about your holistic health and let's talk about other aspects. Like, sure, you might be able to go sprinting for a little bit over here, but what are you doing elsewhere? And and what other symptoms do you have that there's some kind of dysfunction in your body that Mm. you might not even be aware of?
0: Mm. Um, And I think
1: that's kind of the thing. It's, It's about balance, right? So and then and then obviously when it comes to nutrition, just moving on to, to point number four after sleep, you know uh, you know I, I'm a big advocate for organic food. Tom and Luke at the moment we're not an organic company, and a lot of that's to do with sort of with pricing and margins and and sourcing ingredients as well. But at the same time, like we choose the best quality foods we can. It's not to say that the the some of our suppliers are not organic; they're just not necessarily certified organic. So it's not necessarily something we can say, but that is definitely a, a, where we wanna move as a company, sort of as having that as, as a, a, an aligned division. But yeah, organic food, just just it's basically just removing the toxicity and stress. Yes, Lady And I the- just
0: really quickly addressed money mindset issues that I can hear my community having right now around organic food. Like, yeah, that's nice if you can afford organic food, or oh my God, like organic food is so expensive. Hey guys, I fully used to think the same, probably up until three years ago. You know, I've been really purposely trying to choose organic. I mean, we do eat pretty, for a I'd say 90% organic anyway. But one of the things that Tom said to me really early on, really shifted my whole mindset around this. When he said, well, I can't remember what we were talking about. It must have been buying food or whatever. And obviously the conversation of like, oh, organic food costs more than normal food, I think I said. And and he said Mm. to me, well, no, it's that organic the cost of organic food is the real cost of food. Hmm. And what that really means is like the less you're paying for an item or a product, the more it's been processed, the more it's been, you know, it's natural things have been taken out of it and it's been replaced with cheap chemicals that are in the long term going to make... Again, your energy levels dip and your body deteriorates so you can't actually go out and live your success long-term. I do, again, I remember we do have like real short time here and there's still a couple of questions I want to ask you. So (laughs) carry on, my love.
1: Cool. Just wanted to address Uh, that
0: money mindset I could hear popping up there.
1: Well, and the other thing with that as well is that you don't need to switch to 100% organic. Like the, the biggest thing to do when moving to an organic diet, the first thing to focus on is meats. And the reason for that is because mammals absorb... Uh, everything that they're eating and toxic, toxins are stored in the flesh. Like that's why we get fat because adipose tissue is a, is a protective mechanism oftentimes for, for saving our, our liver from having to deal with the chemical stress of what we're exposing it to with our environment. So, you know, when you, when you, when you, if, if you're a meat eater, you know, shifting to organic, uh, foods as much as you can. Uh, sorry, mm-hmm. organic meat at least is, is the best place to start. And and it's not actually that much even dollar for, dollar for dollar, it's not actually that much more expensive. And you also most meat eaters tend to overeat meat anyway. You don't need that much meat. Just listen to your body. And that's the other thing with foods, just listening to your body too. So I need to still learn that. I'm still uh, I'm still an overeater. Yeah, five
0: of kilograms time. of peanut butter McGee.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But then I go for a run, so it's fine. And then, and then, yeah. So the last, so that's that's the diet. And then when it comes to movement, movements, the people I used to say exercise when I was a personal trainer, cause it's about exercise, but it's not. It's about movement, you know. And and I highly recommend, you know, especially after today, the experience this morning with Gabe, like I highly recommend that people go and see a chiropractor, get your mm-hmm. nervous system checked out, because because chiropractors are there to. Effectively free up the like our bodies, as I said before, our bodies are responding to the environment around us, and it does that through our our five senses, and our senses come through our nervous system. So, if there are any blocks or impingements in through the spine, then you know that can have a flow-on effect into other things. And also, when you start to look into nerve innovation as well, like you might, you know, when you have, yeah, for anybody that, that that has had indigestion or bad stomach pain, and your lower back hurts, or your abdomen just stops working. It's because there's an inhibition from the nerve when it's in pain and it's inflamed to shut down the muscles that are surrounding it as well. So if you're a person who who does suffer from, you know, bloating or anything like that, and then you're going to the gym and you're trying to do that high-intensity exercise, then you're actually setting yourself up for failure because now you've got this inflammation in your gut, which is causing a down a deregulation of your of your muscle tissue, and so you're unable to actually stabilize your core as, as well as you should, and that's the most important muscle group for our body to activate. And then you're throwing on extra weights or doing high intensity movement stuff and explosive things that, and, and then that energy force can't transition from through your body if you've got any sort of blockages or, or shut down in muscles. So it's really important to make sure that our, our bodies are, are working optimally. And, and chiropractors are a, good, are a good place to go to if you're going to a good chiropractor and if they sort of understand and have that take that holistic approach as well. And then when it comes to movement, not everybody needs to do HIIT stuff. Like I said at the beginning, start with breathing. Breathing is movement. Deep breathing will help open up your, your abdomen and start relaxing the, the muscles down there. And that's the most important place to go to begin with. And I would just recommend probably for most people, but even just just go walking more. Like you don't need to go for a run. You don't need to put impact in and pound the pavement. Just go for a walk, take your time, breathe deep, be slow. Your body will adjust and then have moments. And then, yeah, and then the, the sixth foundation principle is coming back to that mindset and that mentality, which is what I'd leave to you on another podcast.
0: Yes. Awesome. Awesome. So the guys, those were the six foundation principles of health. And I've actually just had an idea, like we need to go into a podcast episode for each one of those, because I feel like they <laughs> just have so much value within them. So just to wrap up really quickly, I just have a couple of questions for you that I want to ask all of our guests. And it's really just cool to get, you know, a bit of an idea of how how different people see the world. So you've kind of already answered the first one for us, which is what inspired you to do what you do was that moment when you were sitting in the bar looking around like, fuck, I don't want to do this anymore, which I just love that story. Now, the second question I want to ask you really comes from the perspective of, of, I want you to put on your Tom and Luke hat for a second here. And I want you to really tap back into that space where it was just starting out. And I mean, you probably do have these feelings day to day anyway still, but you know, really just those 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 feelings of, of overwhelm and of fear. And I would love for you to kind of just share with the community, how do you handle feelings of inadequacy or imposter syndrome or, you know, the, 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 these kind of very real fears that so many entrepreneurs feel on a daily biz basis. How do, how do you deal with those? What what advice do you have to give?
1: Uh, I deal with them poorly. <laughs> I tend to, tend to sort of get myself going off into a bit of a tailspin, high stress, grumpy, and then I usually realize that that's also associated with my blood sugar levels. So I'll yeah. kind of eat something and put me back up again but no in all seriousness i mean imposter syndrome is 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 the big thing and it's definitely something I feel a lot but we we look we talk about it and the more that i've talked about it and kind of expressed to the team around me sort of like hey guys this is how i'm feeling and you know because there's heaps of times where i throw my hands up and i go, i don't know what i'm doing this is not my area of expertise i don't know what i'm doing I'm just a guy with ideas and, you know, this vision of the world and how do we execute it? And then as I'm talking about that, I hear it back from the other guys as well. You know, I hear it from our CEO. I hear it from our GM sales. I hear it from, you know, from Luke, you know, so it makes, so the way that I kind of get it is just, Understanding that everybody feels the same way. Like even the people that you, I'm sure Tony Robbins gets it still. Mm. You know, I mean, he'd probably challenge me on that. I'd love to, if you listen to me, hey, Tony, Tom. give me a call, man. <laughs> Jackie will give you my details, but we'd love to have a chat. But, I, you know, I, I, I think everybody deals with it. And, and especially when it's just outside of your area of expertise. But it, I always come back to the breathing. Mm. So I'm like, okay, that's that. Just give me a minute. I need to clear my head. I just need to refocus. Maybe I'll go for a walk. You know, there's all of those tools within the foundation principles to use. Um, But yeah, it's a lot of it's kind of just, yeah. How do I deal with it? I talk to people about it and Mm -hmm. express it. Get it off your chest. Get it out of Mm -hmm. your body.
0: Mm-hmm. i love that and you know it's it's okay to not know what you're doing all the time guys this is the thing right we have this idea that we need to know 24 7 what we're doing but that's where we can reach out for help and again like tom said right at the beginning success leaves clues right all right so these next question is who or what is inspiring you right now
1: uh you're pretty inspirational Woo! I the... say. yeah i mean i'm just I'm, I'm loving your drive and i can see you showing up here every day and know you know Hearing what you're doing, I'm in the other room, and I'm, I'm I can hear you over the top. Thanks. Yeah. Man. What else is inspiring? I mean, everybody in our team is inspiring. I mean, yeah, our, our sales manager, or sorry, director of sales. I don't know if it was a if we were an American company, it'd be the VP. But yeah, my team around me, yeah, it's all it's all pretty up there. Mm, yeah, yeah, you do have a great a great bunch of people
0: around you. All right, can you run us really quickly through a typical day in your business, like? What does Tom do when he wakes up? When does he go to sleep? And how does he fit creating his dream life in the middle of that through his biz?
1: I might have to get back to you on that one because I'm still, what are we, three weeks into 2021 or start of week four in 2021 and I still haven't got into a proper routine yet. But get up, mornings are the same. Mm -hmm. Get up, warm up the body physically, and then, yeah, sit down, have that good cup of coffee, maybe just kind of thinking sort of for the day where I'm at, where I've been, give myself a couple of minutes to kind of chill in. And then yeah, get into it, or have some food, start the day with a good breakfast and get into it. Work, break, move, work, break, move, work, break, lunch, work, break, move. move, 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 read, read, lots of reading. And then evening just kind of at the moment, I mean, as you know, we're still getting into an evening routine, right? So. Mm-hmm. Not quite there yet, but uh, started a pottery class, haven't we? Yes, so we've been, it's been the, the, best. the last of Yeah,
0: I've been uh, sharing with my community how like, I, and also you actually. Well, actually, I think a conversation with you inspired this late last year, where it was like, I don't, I don't want to just be my business. Like, let's mm. let's have an identity outside of our business. It's just one part of us, right? Mm. Okay, cool.
1: And then, and then, and then, yeah, getting back into music. So this this week's been really cool, kind of. Yeah. Um, Last night, Thursday night, picking up the guitar for the first time in probably six weeks.
0: Yeah. Just FYI, guys, Tom is in a band, and it's called My Mate's Band, and y'all can find three of their singles out on Spotify. One is called Girls, one is called The Light and the Sound, and one is called Let It Out. And I'm not biased, but these guys are amazing. My baby has a beautiful voice, and yeah, check them out. Screenshot it if you guys do and tag me in it so that i can fangirl with you cool and then just the last kind of question i really want to ask you is if you can just think back for a moment what is what is one piece of advice that shifted for you or that shifted things for you when did you get it and who gave it to you there's two. Mm-hmm.
1: First one is and probably the most powerful one that comes to mind is send the elevator back down and there was a close friend of mine, also an old, old business partner. We used to, we used to have a, a company that we, we worked together. But just more around, you know, once you get to the top, send, send your knowledge back down. Send the funds back down. Send the opportunity back down to the next person because, you know, rising tide lifts all ships. So, yeah, it's full of cliches this morning. But, yeah, send the elevator back down. Once you get to the top, get off. And, and the, the second one is success leaves clues. And that was Tony Robbins when I was going through some depression and jumped on with totally. the um, personal power too, I believe. And then I've kind of added to that in the last couple of years where, where I've realized that failure also leaves clues. So success leaves clues and so does failure. So that, so does failure, but it's me, or at least as far as I'm aware, I'm sure I'm not the first person to think of it. But in my world, I'm the first person to think of it and say it. So also going, all right. Well, where is yeah? This person successful. I'll, I'll do what they do. I oh, Warren Buffett, greatest investor in the world. I'll do what he does. No, you can never do what he does. He's Warren Buffett. But then going failure also leaves clues. So what have other people done? A lot of people thought they'd be the next Warren Buffett. So maybe let's look to them and try to avoid that, and we'll do some more positive things. So.
0: Mm, I dig that yeah and Abraham Hicks even talks about that all the time like contrast creates clarity you have to see and witness and experience sometimes we don't want in order to figure out what you really do right so I just realized guys as well that I forgot to read the quote that inspired this entire podcast conversation so I'm going to do that and then I'm going to say goodbye Tom can tell you about maybe a couple of the ways you guys can find him maybe some cool things he's got coming up if he wants to I'm not sure if you're ready to share that out loud you babe, but I'm just going to read you guys this quote so this again is by Jim Quick a book called Limitless highly recommend the science of human performance is critical to achieving your purpose, eating whole unprocessed food, exercising, stress management, quality sleep, and skills at communication, and building healthy relationships and eliminating toxic ones. So really just explaining how this is, success is not just one piece of the puzzle, just like health, you guys, you need to be able to enjoy your success. And this is why we say mindset, even though it's what pretty much, a, you know, 80% of my business is based around, it's not everything, one sixth of the puzzle fans, so thank you all for listening, I'm going to hand you over to Mr. Tom Dorman now, and we'll say goodbye after that.
1: Oh, hey guys, uh, look, oh yeah, thank you very much guys, I mean, thanks for having me, babe, appreciate it, letting me spiel and talk, I hope it wasn't too tangenting, I feel like we're <laughs> only 20 minutes over time, that's cool, um, <laughs> Not like, not like us at
0: all. <laughs> Tom yeah. and I were both born three weeks late. Like we had to be taken out three weeks late. So we're always late.
1: I don't. I, I came out naturally. But oh, um, I didn't. I just got fed up. I just It was so warm and cozy. Just like the bed is in the morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so obviously Tom and Luke's our, our company. Find us tomandluke.com. If you're in the States, you can find us on Amazon. Uh, or at least a couple of our products. Not everything's there. But we do have a new range coming in April. If we get the... The whole shipping thing kind of starts working properly as it should. Um, New Zealand, Australia, you can find us at your supermarkets. Have a good time with that. Japan, hello. Uh, you can also find us on Amazon in Japan and natural uh, awesome there, ultimas. And yeah, as far as uh, for the for the coaching, so fortunately in Peppermore we've, we've reached out to a couple of people around here as well. So so I'll be getting back into into coaching and health coaching around, but you can find that on Facebook, Cheap Blueprint. We do have an Instagram page, but I'm considering not using that ever again, but I'm sure Jackie can put the links up for that later. And then, yeah, obviously the band, if you want to check that out, but uh, probably be a vintage thing at one point for those ones, I think. (laughs)
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Hey babe, thank you so much for hanging out with us today and answering all of these epic questions. We are gonna say goodbye fam. And again guys, if you've loved this podcast, if you've gotten any value of it, if any of it is hit home from you, don't be shy. Take take away screenshot and upload it and tag me in it so that I can really understand what is working for you. What are you challenged with? What are your struggles? Where can we be of more value together? So peace out guys, love you heaps, love light and a high vibe, high five, bye. Hey. hey, Light Leader, thank you so much for allowing me into your ear holes for that. If anything we spoke about today resonated with you in any way, I would truly love to hear from you. Make sure to grab a screenshot of this episode and tag me at Jackie so I can connect deeper with you. Plus, if you loved what you learned here today, come and hang out with an entire community of light leaders over on Facebook. Access to my free Facebook group is in the show notes. That's all from me, homie. Love, light, and a high vibe high five.